Welcome everyone to the Lo-Fi Poly Side Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pickering. That's right. Enough with the intro. Too much to talk about. Jumping straight into it with that Lo-Fi Global News coming at us from the Latin America section of the BBC. Guatemala's controversial budget shelved amid protest. Over the weekend, major protests broke out in Guatemala after a new government budget was passed, which cut spending in healthcare and education at a time when both are needed so much. With hurricanes and global conditions being what they are, the people were not happy. The article reports that some protesters were even able to break into Congress and light parts of it on fire. And due to public outcry, the budget has been withdrawn. Though a new budget is needed to meet a December deadline for government 2021 spending, we'll be interested to see exactly how this new version will look and how the people of Guatemala will respond. Keep your eyes and ears open to this one, Lo-Fi Nation. Lots going down in Guatemala. Now we move to that world section of Reuters for you. Indian state criminalizes forced religious conversion by marriage. The details. Mixed religious couples will now have to notify local authorities in the state of Uttar Pradesh two months before they marry to, Vanger quotes here, make sure there's no objections. People who are found guilty of conversion by marriage can face up to five years in prison. Uttar Pradesh is the most populous state in India. Now let's dive into what this is all about, people. This is about the Hindu Nationalist Party taking aim at Muslim minorities in the country, accusing them of seducing Hindu women and converting them to Islam via marriage. This is an effort to keep interreligious marriages from even happening. And for India being the largest democracy in the world by population, this is not democracy. Watch out for this one being challenged in the high courts of India, and we'll keep you updated as we know more for sure. Now, moving forward, because we never move on from anything. Our next one. And sheesh. Let's just do it. Asia section of the BBC. Thailand revives law banning criticism of King in bid to curb protest. Oh, now we've talked about this before. Now we're seeing it being used. Let's hit it. The background. Thailand has laws known as Le Majesté laws. The short version is that you can face 15 years in prison for insulting the monarchy. In this case, the king. One of the main demands of protesters today is constitutional reform to the monarchy in the country. And now, seven protest leaders have been summoned to court for violating Les Majesté laws. I take issue with the headline and the author's framing of this issue as the law coming back from taking a three-year break. It makes it seem as if the law isn't used frequently to censor things in Thailand, when in fact, it's used all the time in the Thai internet media landscape. And now seven pro-democracy protesters could face up to 15 years in prison in these secret trials that are not about democracy at all, over a law that is the exact opposite of democracy. We'll be looking for as much info as we can find on this as it takes place, though the details may be scant considering the obscurity of these trials. If you hear something out there, lo-fi listeners, you let us know. And our following story comes from Reuters World News. Tigrayans accused of massacre in Ethiopia war. Both sides claim advances. This is a rough one to talk about, but we don't avoid the real, the raw, oh no, not us. Let's update this situation in Ethiopia. The Tigray region of Ethiopia is being attacked by government forces. Those forces are claiming that many Tigrayan fighters are surrendering as the military approaches a major city and surrounds it. Tigrayan officials say this is a lie and claim to have themselves defeated a large army division of the military. Both sides are saying the other side is lying. There is no phone or internet going into or out of Tigray right now and getting inside is almost physically impossible. Over 40,000 people have fled the country to neighboring Sudan. And we've gotten our first report of mass killings of civilians taking place. Reports by the government, as well as by Amnesty International. The African Union is trying to get involved in sending envoys. 
the United Nations Security Council is having special meetings on options to help the situation. We'll let you know what's happening as we know more. But keep your ears and eyes open on this one too, Lo-Fi Nation. And a last piece of news to send you on your way for the day from our friends down under. Worrying news. But there's always hope. The Australia section of the BBC. Platypus habitat has shrunk by 22% since 1990. I don't know if you're an ally to the mighty platypus, but I'll go ahead and show a bit of my own bias here. Everyone should be an ally of the majestic, the beautiful, the prestigious platypus. Just look at a few pictures and I'm sure you'll smile. The story. A new report has been given to the Australian government stating that due to issues such as dams, introducing new predators to areas, and droughts, the once plentiful platypus has seen its territory reduced over the past 30 years by nearly a quarter. Reduced by nearly 77,000 square miles and counting. Now conservation groups and research institutions have called on the national government to change the animal's listing to threatened. Doing so would potentially increase the amount of funds available to protect this beautiful creature. And you know what? Do it, Australia. Do it for the platypus, the koala, the kangaroo, for all lo-fi nation in the world out there. Everyone loves your unique and wonderful wildlife. Please protect it for all of us. And that's a brief snapshot of what's going on in the world today. Always remember that lo-fi poli is more than just me. It's the we that we be. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Wash those hands. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Lo-Fi Poli-Sci Podcast. Pickering, signing off.